Welcome to the Growing with Nature podcast. I'm your host, Darren Williams, permaculture enthusiast, restoration ecologist, and founder of Growing with Nature. Too often, we hear that the best thing we can do for nature is to leave it alone. But people are a part of nature, and you can make the living world around you come alive with abundance for people, plants, and wildlife, even in your own backyard. Join me on a journey through regenerative soil building, permaculture, restoration ecology, and more. To learn concrete steps you can take at home to support wildlife, grow incredible, delicious food, and help heal our living world right in your own backyard. Ready to get started? Grab a shovel, roll up your sleeves, and let's make the living world around you come alive. In this episode, we're going to look at why you should grow miner's lettuce. This fantastic native vegetable loves growing in the shade, and it tastes great. So let's look at this great plant and why you should grow it. You know, I love going for hikes in the forests here in western Washington. And sometimes I find areas filled with red alders and maples. These patches of deciduous trees are just beautiful, you know, especially in the fall. And they're a nice break from our normal conifer-dominated forests. You know, generally these are areas that have been recently disturbed for some reason. And the deciduous trees, these, especially the alders and maples, are the first to grow back. And one reason I love these areas is because of what grows below them. Often the forest floor in these areas are just covered with miner's lettuce. Miner's lettuce seems to love growing in these forests that are shady in the summer, but where spring sunlight still reaches the ground. You know, since miner's lettuce doesn't really like summer heat, you know, these alder and maple forests are really ideal for it. You know, in the spring, I love looking through these deciduous forests and seeing all the little white pink, white and pink flowers of the miner's lettuce spreading across the forest floor. It really is beautiful. But miner's lettuce isn't just beautiful, it's also edible and it tastes great. You know, it really is one of my family's favorite native vegetables, and we often use it in our salads. Though this isn't the only reason why you should grow miner's lettuce. It also makes a great ground cover and is great for pollinators. So let's dive into this fantastic native vegetable. But before we do, I do want to take a quick moment to read a recent review from Rue65 on Apple Podcasts. I'm so excited to learn more about edible perennials. Darren's valuable information and experience is just what we need to get started down this path. We also want to do all we can to work with nature. Can't wait to hear more. Thank you so much, Rue, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. You know, Miner's Lettuce is a great edible perennial, as long as you don't live in a hot area. In hot areas like Southern California, it will self-seed, but... It's just going to grow as an annual. But since it self-seeds, it's not a big issue. Though here in western Washington, we're cooler, and it easily grows as a perennial. comes back year after year. And, you know, we're going to be diving into more perennial edibles in the future, but I hope you enjoy this episode since, you know, this is a, Miner's Lettuce really is a great edible perennial. And thanks again for the review. Really appreciate it. And if you like what you hear today, you know, if For those of you listening to this, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen. Your review will really help more people find us. You know, people like you who want to bring these skills home to enjoy wildlife, grow more food, and help heal our living world. Okay, let's get started. So as I've already mentioned, the most obvious reason to grow miner's lettuce is for food. You know, miner's lettuce has a really great mild flavor, making it a good replacement for lettuce or baby spinach in salads. You know, and since it grows throughout the fall and winter here in western Washington, 
it often makes up the core of our winter salads. In colder climates, it may not grow through the winter, but it would be fairly easy to grow under row covers in cold climates. You know, miner's lettuce is much hardier than regular traditional lettuce. So if you can grow lettuce under cover, like a row cover, you could easily grow miner's lettuce too. But here in zone 8, it easily grows without protection through our winters. And in areas where it might need protection, that protection's only to get harvest through the winter. It will still happily grow in much colder climates than here. I'm not 100% sure what its coldest zone is, but I know it can take a frost without much issue. It just, you know, it just won't give you very much harvest if you live, say, in zone 6. But you can also use miner's lettuce in wraps, you know, and you could you can cook it. Um, but you would only want to lightly cook it, kind of like you would with spinach. But unlike spinach, miner's lettuce is very low in oxalic acid, you know, which is great. I know some people are sensitive to oxalic acid in foods like spinach, so miner's lettuce is a great alternative. And miner's lettuce is also a great source of vitamin A and C. You know, that's why it's called miner's lettuce is... Some of the gold miners in California were, ha- you know, they were having issues with scurvy. So basically, they would eat miners' lettuce, and that was how they got the nutrition they needed. That's how they got vitamin C. And you know, unlike a lot of plants with vitamin C, it doesn't have that kind of bitter, you know, flavor at all. It's just a really nice, mild green, and it's just makes it really makes it a great green to grow through the fall and winter. You know. That time of year when normally you're not getting a lot of fresh greens or you're really having to use a lot of cover and protection to get greens, you know, miner's lettuce is just happily growing out, you know, out in the open, getting frosted every night and not really worrying about it. And, you know, to harvest miner's lettuce, you know, I like to use scissors to quickly harvest a big bunch of the leaves. You know, the leaves tend to be round or heart-shaped with a single stem, you know, coming up from below. They almost look like little umbrellas. And the stem's edible and tastes good, too. It's just a little crunchy, really tender, though. And they're tiny, the stems. So, you know, don't worry about that. And we often get a whole bunch volunteering at once. So there'll be, like, a whole carpet of miner's lettuce. So I just, you know, come along with scissors and just cut a whole bunch, take a big chunk of it, and just put it in a in a bowl, and then, you know, toss that into a salad. You know, and after harvesting, the plant's going to regrow, even in the winter and fall, if you give it time. You know, we harvested the same plants multiple times throughout the, you know, winter here. And make sure you check out the, you know, show notes, uh, the the resources I've also put in. Uh, I'm going to put in a box with more info on the show notes of all about miner's lettuce, including what zones it can handle. So make sure to check that out. And it will also have a link in it to where you can get seeds for miner's lettuce. And beyond growing miner's lettuce for food... It also makes a great ground cover. You know, miner's lettuce, as I mentioned, self-seeds really easily. Often, our winter harvests, you know, they come from the volunteers that pop up in areas where we just don't want them. So we just cut those out and use them. Sometimes they transplant them too, but, you know, often we're just harvesting them. You know, because of how easily it self-seeds, if you're not careful, miner's lettuce can take over a garden bed. You know, at least until the heat of summer comes when it tends to die back. But this trait, you know, really makes it a fantastic ground cover in semi-shady and shady areas, especially in areas that are sunny in the spring, you know, and get shadier in the summer, just like those alder and maple forests I mentioned earlier. You know, so if you've got fruit trees, the miner's lettuce can be a great ground cover to grow beneath them. You know, the previous episode talked about fruit tree guilds, and this is why I like to use miner's lettuce a lot, because it's just really great 
as a ground cover, you know, that's also edible. And being a perennial, it's also going to help, you know, support beneficial soil life under your fruit tree, too. You know, and in the fall and winter, if you're growing under a fruit tree, the miner's lettuce is just going to be happy growing in that filtered sunlight. And by the time the summer heat comes, you know, your fruit trees and other plants will all be leafed out, and that will provide the miner's lettuce with shade and protection. And, you know, all those seeds it drops will probably pop up into a whole bunch of new miner's lettuce. So if you've got a shady area on your property, you know, I would give miner's lettuce a try. You know, while it does seem to prefer deciduous forests, I often find it growing under conifers too. It generally stays a bit smaller in conifer forests um, due to just how shady they can be, but it still grows and it can still make a nice edible ground cover. And I know here in Western Washington, people have property that have a lot of conifers and sometimes they just don't know what they can grow in these areas, in these really shady areas. And, you know, miner's lettuce is a really great option. Um, You know, this episode isn't, it's focused on miner's lettuce, but uh, woodland sorrel is another plant that grows in similar places. And the last reason, you know, why you should grow miner's lettuce really is to support pollinators and just for the beauty of the plant. You know, in the spring, as I mentioned earlier, it gets covered with all these little pink white flowers. And I've found bumblebees and all sorts of other native pollinators on them. You know, they just seem to love these little flowers. And since miner's lettuce loves growing in shady areas, it's a great way to add beautiful flowers to areas that, you know, might be challenging for you to grow a lot of other flowers. You know, so if you live in western United States and Canada, then miner's lettuce is a great native vegetable that I highly recommend trying. You know, it supports pollinators, it keeps the ground covered, it will provide abundant harvests. You know, it really is a great native vegetable. And as I mentioned too, as a native, you know, as a perennial plant, it's also really going to help you build soil life too and help build healthy soil. It's going to help support soil life and build healthy soil. So, but even if you live somewhere where this plant isn't native, you know, you should still give it a try. You know, since miner's lettuce grows easily from seed, it's pretty easy to get started with it. And the seeds are actually commonly sold online. You know, sometimes it's called Claytonia. That's a part of its scientific name. But just look for miner's lettuce, Claytonia, those, you know, it's, and again, there'll be a link um, to some sources of seeds. It's really easy to grow from seed, so I would definitely give it a try. And it's really one of the only native vegetables here in Western Washington that has been fairly widely adopted all over. I know it's sometimes, you know, grown and sold as a gourmet green um, in Europe. You know, make sure you check out the resources section of the show notes. You know, we have links there with more information about the about miner's lettuce and, you know, some other things that you'll find useful. And, you know, make sure you stay tuned for our next episode. We're going to take another dive into a specific plant. You know, we're going to dive into lupins. You know, I've talked a lot about lupins. They're one of my favorite nitrogen fixers, and I use them a ton. And I really want to talk about why lupins are, why you should grow them, why they're great, what what benefits they bring. So I hope you'll check out next week's episode when we look at, you know, look at lupins, which is just a great nitrogen fix. All right. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And thank you for listening to the Growing With Nature podcast. This podcast is made possible thanks to our patrons over on patreon.com. Thank you, patrons, for supporting our work. And if you like what you hear, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen. Your review will help more people find us, people like you, who want to bring these skills home to support wildlife, grow food, and help heal our living world. Well, that's all for now. See you next week 
Same time, same place. Have a great week and keep on growing.